I would be so confused about what to even do. It was like really that. confusing. Like it's so, I would just feel so out of place. Because I've been to shows like that. I mean, I went to one this summer, but it wasn't so much yeah. no, you went to one this band summer. anymore. Now it's a man band that I went to see. No, I went to that one too. Oh, yeah, if I you forgot. do not recall, yeah. yes, where I sat <laughs> in the, uh, what was it, the single mom's club that I joined? You did sit in the single mom's club. Yeah. So I've yeah. been around this before, and I, I'm not willing to repeat it again, but this is just a, such an experience. Was, I have to know. I have to know about pretty it. pretty fascinating. I saw some of the pictures. I got to know more. Hello, yeah. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler. Here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot to talk about today. I want to remind everybody, once again, to pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio 10-year anniversary party. It's November 15th. Oh, my November God. November 15th. November 15th. I want to make sure I reiterate that because I've been getting some texts from people being like, what day is it again? November 15th. November 15th. That November is exactly 15th. today is October 15th, 2019. It is one month from today. One month from today. We'll be the Fun Employment Radio 10-year <laughs> anniversary party. We want you to be there. You do not want to miss out on that. So uh, please uh, please pick up your tickets now. Go to funemploymentradio.com. And if you are coming in from out of town, remind us again. Send us an email because we'll fill you in on some other details that are going on too. But it's going to be a great time. Um, there's going to be special merchandise for sale. There's just so much. Uh, we'll talk about it more at the end of the show. But yeah, I've been spending all morning like designing maybe some merch ideas. What? Pick up your tickets now to the Fun oh Employment Radio God. 10 year right. anniversary I'm going to party. You. <laughs> and uh <laughs> um so yeah, pick it pick it up there and uh and yeah, gen- then just get ready to have fun. Have fun. Yes. Okay, we so we'll build it. We'd like you to be there. <laughs> so here's what's um next. Let's talk about Sarah's experience over this last weekend. It was And what you went and did. So we talked about our Vegas trip, but we didn't talk about what else you did. And it was kind of the timing would have left a little bit to be desired because, as anyone knows, when you get back from Vegas, all you want to do is just go to your bed and like go to sleep. Yeah. All I wanted to do was rest. But I really wanted to go to the show too because my uh, good friend Chris, who actually just happens to be Greg's roommate, um, got tickets to go see a show on Sunday for, um, for his birthday. And for his so birthday. He got, so he got a pair of tickets and he asked me if I wanted to go. And. It's a show that I wouldn't necessarily, like, I would not buy tickets to because it's just kind of not my, you know, not my scene. Yeah. Um, but uh, regardless, it was a tick. it was tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> which I have to be honest, I still don't think I know any of their songs. So the Jonas, and, yes, yeah, okay. I mean, I've got a lot of questions. I'll let you you go on. Then, well, I, then I want to ask. But then the opener for the Jonas Brothers was um, the one that Chris really wanted to see that he was accept, um, like really excited about called, and it's a singer by the name of BB Rexa. Yeah, I know who that is. I bet you do because I've seen what she looks like now. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I know who that is. I'm aware of who BB Rexa is. Yeah, and then, I couldn't name a song, but I'm aware. No, I I, I recognize like presence. one of the songs, and she was awesome. Like yeah. she was, she was a really solid entertainer. 
So, but the whole thing was just like really surreal because I didn't really know what was going on. And like I said, I've been to a boy band show, but I went to see Nukes on the Block when I was 10 and again when I was 38. Yeah. And that was pretty much like, I'm pretty sure that was like the majority of the boy bands. Okay. Boy band shows I've seen, except for now they're man bands, like we talked. So this is also kind of a <laughs> I man- mean, a man band. This was also kind of a man band because they're all like in their 30s well, now or so something, Well, so this right? is what I got to have to ask. I mean, you are the expert on this. You cannot ask me any questions. You you have to, yeah. you went to the show. So- because um, I don't know. I like to say so, expert because I went to one Jonas Brothers show. <laughs> I mean, do I know anybody else that's gone to a Jonas Brothers show? That that pretty much puts you ahead of the majority of every everyone I've ever met, probably. Well, probably a lot of your friends' kids. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. they would. So, yes, you are our show expert on it. So, asking you this. So, I, the Jonas Brothers, I assumed, I, I kind of forgot that they're, they are older now. Like They're like a Disney thing, right? They're a Disney band. I think so. Yeah. So okay. I know that there's the three brothers, one of which I know is married to Sansa from Game of Thrones. Right. Okay. And then what I know from Chris, because I needed to ask, because when we were getting ready to go to the show, I was asking him some of the background. Yes. Of what it was. And so I guess like the, so what happened is the Jonas Brothers like were really popular, like eight years ago or something. Okay. Then they put out some songs that just like weren't taking, like weren't becoming hits. Uh-huh. And so then they took a hiatus for a bunch of years. Okay. And so now this is like their big tour, like their, their comeback So this is tour. like the comeback tour. Okay. Yes. All right. So, you know, this is, this is already I'm learning more. Remember, I have a base knowledge of zero. Yes. Other than I'm aware of the Jonas Brothers. Well, I know Brothers. that there was some, there was some drama um, because I did see some, I, I was watching some stuff to educate myself a little bit more about them because clearly if I'm going to the show, I want to know. Are they actually brothers? They're all brothers. They are brothers. Okay. But there's, of course, the one brother, like I was watching part of this documentary about them and there's one of the brothers in particular that I guess the two, I don't know, like there's the two older, like hot one, like hot ones. And then there's like the weird kind of not as hot younger brother. Okay. And I was watching this documentary and it's a sit down and there's and they were talking about why they hadn't been like playing songs together anymore. And both of the two older brothers kind of turned on the younger brothers, like because we thought that you were holding us back. What? Like, oh that man, mean shit to each other. Drama. It was super. Thought dramatic. you were holding us back. Okay, yeah. why? I, I don't know because he wasn't as good looking, or <laughs> really? Say? No, I have no idea. But they, but clearly they needed to probably place the blame on somebody. So I'm okay, well, like pick on their younger brother, maybe. Why would he join back up? Not much money. going on. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would you not? A lot of money, I mean, okay. and trust me, I cannot even believe how much money had had to have gone into this production. Okay, we, I, I looked it up. It was like millions of dollars. Like it's insane. Okay, so so we end up uh, taking some public or taking Uber down um, to the Rose Garden to go and see the show. So. It's three acts, so it's the Jonas Brothers, then before them, it's B.B. Rexa, and then before them, it's just an act that I didn't know what his actual name is, and I still don't, but this guy at the beginning who is just, who has been referred to as Dr. Phil's son. (laughs) Wait, what? Like, actually Dr. Phil's? Actually, legitimately, Dr. Phil's biological son. Is is that what he goes by? No, he goes by whatever his name is. I don't know what his name is. But he's just some, you know, he looks like every, every dude. Every, you know, I would like, like it, but I would actually like it if he went by, like, and now, Dr. Dr. Phil Sud. I swear, when we were in line, someone's like, who's the real, who's like the very first opening? I was like, children behind us. And I looked at him like, it's Dr. Phil's son. <laughs> and they're like, oh, like that old guy on TV? I'm like, yeah. Oh, I want to get into what the crowd was like, too. Oh, I mean, right yeah. now, I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. So... <laughs> 
So we I, I really want to form a band called Dr. Phil's Daughter right oh, now yeah. just to have just to have that. Well, as- I told you years ago I met Sting, like actual Sting's son, and he was in a band called Santa's Boyfriend. Yeah, which is the best name it, of all yes. time for a band. It is true. Santa's Boyfriend, you cannot top that. I mean, that's just that's just it great. It was weird. What a weird time. Yeah. <laughs> so With Santa's Boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, all so, right, so so Dr. Phil's son, whatever his name Dr. is. Dr. Phil's son was the opening act, then Baby Rexa, then the Jonas Brothers. I look this up. But we didn't is it want Jordan to... McGraw? Yes. Okay, so there's a couple of sons. There's Jordan McGraw. And, then there's and another one who's on the Jay McGraw. And he's the one that's on that Doctor's reality TV show. I've learned way too much about I don't about even know this. what that is. What's It's some like Please explain. It's some like reality doctor show. Wait, can I guess? Yes. Tell me it's like Dr. Drew and Dr. Phil and Dr. Um, Oz and they all like have to live in a house together and they all try to counsel each other um, I'd watch that I would watch that in a second they're all trying to out counsel I don't even care what the other son does like I want that show no like now. again each one of them's trying to like out counsel the other one into well tell me about your problems well no well I think that you are addicted to attention and, and they're each going back and forth and then the winner is the one where he gets the other one to admit something it's like Oh, or whoever gets the other, like the person to emotionally break <laughs> yes. down first. Yes, that's exactly it. None of them want to emotionally break down. Oh, this is great. I'd watch. That. I'm sure there's another doctor you could. <laughs> excuse me. I'm, I'm so Dr. Dre. Choke. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> do, let me see. Not Dr. Dre. No, it's got to be somebody who's. Oh man, this is a this is a Dr. good idea. Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth is too cool. She is too. And cool. she's too old for it. Yeah. No, it's got to be. It's got to be another dude. Well, no, you can have another woman in there too. She's got an ego big enough. To, have, to fit mm, with that. To battle with Dr. Phil. To I battle mean, with that kind of ego. That? I mean, that's some ego oh, ego. Oh, yeah. That's untouchable. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, I like this idea, though. Yeah, so we get there, because all I've heard, I didn't even know this guy's name, and all you know, my friends have been referencing to him to, uh, as uh, Dr. Phil's son. I'm like, uh-huh. well, I kind of, he's like, we can't miss Dr. Phil's son. I'm like, well, I don't want to miss Dr. Phil's son. Right. But it was weird. All right. So anyway, so let me go back a little. So... We get to the Rose Garden, and we're waiting in line. And first thing I notice is that minus parents escorting their underage children, Chris and I are the oldest people there. <laughs> I felt it was just a Yeah, lot. I'm not – yeah. It was a lot of a lot of younger – and it was all girls. Like – Also not too I know, but I, I thought there would the be Jones like more have of like a, a balance. A, uh, f- uh, like a gay following? Yeah. Yeah, no, because I was, I was like uh, thinking that there would be more like queer folks there. And there was, uh-huh. it was just a lot of young girls screaming and like carrying posters about the Jonas Brothers. Oh, and boy. There's so many posters. I didn't know that kids still made posters. Wow. Okay. Because I remember going to see New Kids on the Block and <laughs> like, you know, in the 90s, and there was like, there would always be the obnoxious person holding the poster in front of you, and then you couldn't no, see. No, that's good to see that they still do it. They still do it. Well, they want, you know, their famous, their their favorite brother to see it. Sure. And see so the you sign. can fall in love with them, clearly. Right. And leave Sansa Stark, and that's what's going to happen, I'm exactly. sure. Exactly. It's exactly how that's going to work for them. So, so, so one of the So things- you're the oldest people there. <laughs> I think I didn't see a lot of like. <clears throat> I think the, not the oldest, but the we oldest were, without children. Like basically, sets of friends like our age were probably like one out of every like four hundred groups of people. Like we weren't very well represented. <laughs> I think. So, so you're walking around and screaming children. Let me screaming little girls. Screaming girls oh, everywhere. God, that like I a nightmare. mean, that just sounds. I'm sorry, that sounds horrible. And these kids today wear a lot of makeup, like full on, like foundation, like. It looks like they were wearing, like, makeup masks. It was so oh, much. Wow. Ma- and I'm just like, you guys have awesome skin right now. You don't remember. You don't realize it right now. 
stop kicking all that shit on your face because you're going to have to do that in like 15. You don't have to, <laughs> but you will want to in 15 years. Right now, you don't have to. Yeah. Wash your face. Enjoy your beautiful skin. I'm fucking old. Oh, my God. Yep. Anyway. You sure are. One of the things that I noticed about uh, the Rose Garden that was different this time, too, seeing the show, is that half of the men's bathrooms were closed and, and changed into women's bathrooms. Wow. Chris had to walk all the way around the building to find a men's bathroom. At the Rose Garden or the Moda Center. That's the our Moda big Center. That's Sorry, our big Center. stadium here for anybody who doesn't know who's listening from so somewhere like, else. Co- like concerts it's, like the, it's our big stadium for where Portland. Where the Blazers play. Like, right. It's a huge, yeah, it's a huge arena. So wow. half of the bathrooms... So it's like it's usually the men's and the women's next to each other. They didn't even do that for new kids on the block. No. No. It, they would take like there would be the women's and then the men's, but then they would have a big sign over the men's saying women's restroom. So my <laughs> male friend had to walk halfway across the stadium, like around to go and find it. And then he took a picture. He took a picture when he was in the bathroom and he sent it to me. He's like, there's he's like, and here's what my because I had to wait in a line of like fifty people. Yeah. He sent me a picture, he's like, here's my line. Not a single person in there. It was just <laughs> that's, him. That's bizarre. I did not know there was anything like like yeah, they, they, they would never convert those. Yeah, they converted them because it's that many it was screaming girls. So many, so many females. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So okay. Like, there, there are probably like two men's bathrooms in the entire thing. So this says a ton right now, and I'm sure they're all there for Doctor Phil's son. But I mean, after Doctor <laughs> Phil, so did you see Doctor Phil's son perform? I did. He was just like I don't know, fine. Yeah. It sounded like every, you know, like, you know, soulful, like, white boy singing about love and uh-huh. babe and I don't know. Uh-huh. Okay. Whatever. He was All just, right. you know, doing like a little dance. Like, I don't know. He oh, just did like a shimmy stuff. on stage too? Yeah, he was doing shimmying and everyone was screaming. And really? Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so they had, were into him. They had, he had a huge following. Okay. I mean, you know, maybe he's very good. I don't know, but. The he idea was, that he's named Dr. Phil's son. It's just he was just fine. Okay. And we sat there. I was entertained the entire time. I mean, okay. I wasn't right. bored. Okay. It's just, it, it was just like nothing. And I kept accidentally laughing because like he would like do like some like hip gyration and all the oh, girls boy. would be like, ah! and then so I'm plugging what? my ears. What? No. Gross. Oh, yeah. Ew. Oh, even with, with the Jonas Brothers, it was like a thousand times. Although worse. if you go to see Courage, that's totally fine if you do that. Absolutely. Okay. And then BB Rexa came out and- Holy shit, that woman can work a room. And they all have dancers, like these amazing dancers. Yeah. So like I said, and she is um, very. Happy. I haven't seen many shows like this, to be no, honest. I've me seen neither. mostly rock shows, I've seen rap concerts, but not a lot of like pop. This was, I, I, this I was really the definition can't think of, of a, a lot. pop show. Yeah. Yeah. And so Bibi Rexa comes out, and she's just like, she's this beautiful, like curvy woman, and she knows it. Yeah. And she's out there, and. All of a sudden, she's like doing, you know, like jiggling everything around and like doing everything. And everyone's just going crazy. And she was incredible. Like her, her, you know, her messages were great. Her voice is great. Her dancing was great. She was, I could not take my eyes off of the stage. It was pretty hypnotic. That's cool. Yeah. So we were really, um, so then after that, because the lines, also the merch lines at this, I have never seen merchandise lines as long as this in my entire life. They would wrap. They would uh, like have the have to do the zigzag, you know, in line like back and forth like ten times. So there would already be a huge clump of people. You're like, okay, well that's a lot of people. Nope, because then it would continue all the way down. It would go probably past like a quarter Damn. of the way a- around the Moda Center. 
Wow. And there had to be a gap because they would have to step. I've never seen that many people. It was literally thousands of people waiting to spend $50 a piece on T-shirts. Which is why you want to get it live at the Fun Employment Radio merch booth on uh, yeah, November you will. 15th. Yeah, you will. Especially special merch that's only there that day. Um, okay. so <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um that yes. so these people are killing it. So they're killing it. Like if their line is that long, and how much how much are the shirts? Uh, fifty dollars. <laughs> the sweatshirts were fifty bucks a pop. The sweatshirts just. were eighty dollars. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean that's I mean good on them. Good on them. Oh yeah. No, so if we, you got people willing to pay that much for all of your stuff and and people lined up like that, good on you. But that's just strange. Okay, so that's going on. So after BB Rexa, by the time uh, and then there's like you know a few minute intermission. Especially nowadays when you can buy probably buy that online. Oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Huh. So after like so we waited until like you know the intermission and then we waited until the Jonas Brothers were almost going to start and then we went out to go and uh, look at the merch. Uh huh. After. And it was just everyone was gone because everyone was in the thing screaming, like waiting for the Jonas Brothers to come. And you could hear it. It was like the like the Blazers playoffs if like, you know, at a buzzer beater, Uh except for like much more high pitched because it was all teenage girls. (laughs) Like when they came out, we knew it it, like shook the building. Oh, God. That's just a seed. Shook it. This is why I will never I will never go to something like that. Yeah. Never. It was. Yeah. So we went there. So we're waiting for shirts because Chris and I, we went He's very sweet. He's like, I'll, I'll buy you a shirt. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. So I, because I'm like, I like that BB Rexa girl. I'll, I'll totally wear a shirt of hers. So we go to the merch place and, you know, this, again, like super young girl is working there. And she's like, can I help you? And Chris and I are like, oh, we like two BB Rexa shirts, please. So we give her our sizes and she, and she kind of looks at us weird. <laughs> And she comes. Well, back because over. you're ancient and you're buying because BB Rexa shirts. We are shirts. ancient. I had to push my. Like, walker where's your aside. child? I Shouldn't you be watching your child? <laughs> oh, is this the size your child wears? Yeah. So yeah, we're waiting for our shirts. She comes back. She's like, "Okay, well, here's the." And she looks at me. She's like, "Well, here's the medium," and she unfolds it. And I'm like, "Where's the rest of it?" Because it's a it's a fucking like crop top, <laughs> and it's fifty dollars. <laughs> I was like, what? No. Tell me you got it. Oh, I did not get it. Because then Chris (laughs) got his in his size, and he's like, uh, nope. He's like, should we just get the belly shirt, sir? I'm like, uh, yeah, fuck no. (laughs) And she kind of gave us this look like, okay, yeah, I was wondering why, you know, these two old people want to have, like. Grandma and Grandpa, let's kind of move it along. Yeah. So ended up We won't get a crop top Bibirexa shirt, please. (laughs) Two crop top (laughs) Bibirexas. Uh, so then we uh, settled for a Jonas matching Jonas Brothers T-shirt. Wait, you got a Jonas Brothers shirt? Oh, I did. It's glorious. I love it. Okay. It's, it's pretty great. Oh wow! But Chris and I got matching ones. Okay. Um, How sweet. So we looked like we looked like dorks. It was yeah. very fun. And then uh, by the time we got them, we that was when the earth-shattering screams started, and we realized <laughs> that the show had started. So we had to wait. We waited through the first song so that way we didn't have to like walk through people because we had really good tickets too. We're in the yeah. hundred level, like pretty close to the floor. Okay. And um, yeah, so walk in and just, I mean, people are just losing their minds and they're all wearing. Each of the Jonas Brothers is wearing a different like color from head to toe. Like one of them was, one of them, I know one of them was pink, one of them was like light green, and the other one was like. I don't know, like a royal blue. Okay. So they're each a different Jonas they're each color. A different, oh, no. One of them was purple. Yes. Okay. So they were each a different color. And, uh, you know, as the songs have progressed, they're just, you know, like gyrating and doing things. Oh, and people, like they're standing on different parts of the stage. People are losing their minds. Like, and then at How one many point, brothers are there? There's three of them? I think there's three. 
Is there another I mean, that one that's was, like not in the band or something? That'd be the worst. I I don't know. Let I me mean, there were up. there were three of them there. Okay. Yeah, and then they were all you know, gyrating, and you know, as the night was Ew. going on, they're taking off like more and more clothes. No. The like the weird younger brother was wearing a purple tank top with purple pants, and it just looked a little <laughs> strange. It was just. It was something to be seen. I was. Oh, I'm very man. glad I got to see it. It was. I mean, every girl in the room knew every single word to wow. every single song, screaming at the top of their lungs. I mean, again, good for them. Oh, but yeah. That is just so weird. Like, how did you feel old. while you're watching this? Yeah, felt old, and then I kept laughing. Like, I'm not laughing at them, but just like at the hilarity of, the of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, just of what they're. Because I can just see them, like, they're basically channeling, like, every boy band I've ever seen. Yeah. Except they play instruments, don't they? They do. Two of them were playing guitars. Okay. Which is kind of weird because they're doing, like, thrusting dancing. Are they actually playing? I think so. Okay. Yeah. But they're, like, you know, sexy thrusting, but also, like, holding their big guitars and playing. I'm like, because <laughs> it was, like, a big acoustic guitar while he's, like, threat, like gyrating. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was pretty entertaining. Okay. So, right. uh, yeah, then after that, we we stayed for a majority of the Jonas Brothers. I mean, I'm impressed that you went to this. This is... Well, I mean, it was... It's fine. I mean, I like, I like new experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I, this just isn't one, and I do too, but this is not one. That's not one for me. My foray into New Kids on the Block and going to that, that's, that was enough for me in that, in that category. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm good. I think if I could do it again, I would definitely bring earplugs. I don't. I did not think about that because I had to keep, uh, like, plugging my ears because the screams were just the pitch, the pitch of those screams. <laughs> I think that was wasn't uh, the Moda Center where somebody where a mom like sued somebody at a Justin Bieber concert for screaming too loud. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I like burst so. her eardrum or something. Yes, and that's all I could think about. I'm like, I don't want to burst my eardrums, and I'm so afraid old of lady t- burst eardrum at Jonas Brothers concert. Seriously, I'm so like, I don't want to be the person like the old lady at the Jonas Brothers concert yeah. whose eardrum pops. No, you don't want that. No. You don't want that on your resume. No, I mean that's just once that happens, that's all you are. That's all you are. I yeah. Know. You'd be the Jonas Brothers lady. Yeah. I know. That's all I could think. It's just like, oh, my God, do not lose your hearing at the Jonas Brothers concert. Oh, man. Uh, well, that's this is amazing. Yes, I'm it was. I'm glad that you're filling me in on this so that I now know what this it is It was. Like. And, I mean, that thing was filled from Florida rafters, yeah. not an empty seat in the house. It was crazy how many people there Damn. were there. Like I said, good for them. I wonder how much they clear on like a show like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be millions. I mean, it was so many people. Damn. It was so, so many people. Well, I mean, I know that's what it's going to be like at the Fun Employment Radio 10-year anniversary I mean, that's party. why you should probably get your tickets soon. Or because it's going to be ballroom. like, I heard it's like, what's going to be the most popular show of the year? Is it going to be the Jonas Brothers or is it going to be Fun Employment Radio's 10-year anniversary party? Get your tickets now. Pick them up, funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> All right. I did have something else I was going to talk about, but now I kind of want to put some separation between it because this was really fascinating. Should we do some World of Crazy? Sure. And then go into that and then. Uh... Oh, we made this ball talk now, didn't we? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. We switched them up. We sure did. Yep. All right. Here, let me. Uh, let's do that one more time. Okay. And a one and a two and a, one, and a, one, and a one, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, there nine, we go. ten, twenty. Wow, we've only been doing this Back. for almost 10 years. Almost 10 years. We've almost got the buttons figured out. Oh. Hey. Hey. What's that? Hey. 
I have some legit crazy today. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, this seems like something that you would already have um, if you get your little sticky fingers on it at Digital Trends. Um, have you heard of things called wellness shirts? A wellness shirt? A wellness shirt. They're actually like technologically like induced shirts that can help you feel more relaxed and stress-free. Well, like a compression shirt for a dog? No, no. So it's uh, so it's a shirt developed by the fashion, uh, Spanish fashion brand Sepia. It's called the Ultimate Smart Shirt 3.0. Okay. And it's a special men's garment that can allegedly reduce the wearer's stress, improve blood flow, and increase energy levels when you wear it. Huh. So I guess it's been designing uh, smart clothing for years. In its first generations, they incorporated stain-resisting fabric. But now, uh, according to their press release, it has bioceramic nanoparticles in the yarn. That are um, that are capable of reproducing the uh, FIR, which is far infrared rays emitted by the sun. The heat penetra- uh, by these rays penetrates the wearer's skin and benefits your muscles, joints, and blood vessels by promoting a greater amount of nutritional substances, oxygen, white blood cells, and antibi- uh, antibodies to reach the tissue. So it also absorbs harmful UVA and UVB ultraviolet rays. This seems a little hippie. It's like techie hippie. It's like the new mix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also accelerates the user's metabolism. So it's okay, saying, how how does it do that? It says it accelerates the metabolism, regulates your skin's pH balance. <laughs> Will also enhance your attractiveness to the and prevents, those of your desire. And prevents the buildup of uric acid, which causes pain <laughs> in ligaments and bones. And all how this, does it claim to do all of this? All of these characteristics combined. How can I not talk today? Oh, my God. I think I've used all my words. Yeah. Uh, reduce stress and fatigue, uh, greatly improving the wearer's well-being. What is the name of it again? I'm sorry. Wellness shirts? Uh, they're called the Ultimate Smart Shirt 3.0. And it's like a button, like a fancy button-up shirt like you wear at work. Smart Shirt 3.0. Yeah. The ultimate smart shirt. Now, did you know that athletes for years have been using bioceramic nanoparticles in their sleepwear to improve their performances during the day? Really? But Name, now who CPA are the athletes? To, who? Now CPA wants to bring the same benefits who? to the general public. Who are the athletes that have been doing this? Well, the ultimate smart shirt 3.0 is available you know, for people. pre-order via CPA's Kickstarter page. All of them. A promotional price of about $100. So if that seems expensive, just keep in mind that it's uh, it claims to be a lot more durable than other shirts, which means that you could just wear it for years and years to come, all the while having a perfect pH balance. Low and a four-hour erection, all from this. Wow. Well, I mean, this is kind of where it's sounding like. It's the bioceramics in it, Greg. Uh-huh. It's got electrolytes. I could end up interviewing this person, so I guess of I should be careful you about will. what I say. Like, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, Greg, if not, if he hasn't already interviewed this person, we need to ask for, ask for a sample. Yeah. Do you like your samples? I do like my samples. All right, so in the, the second clothing theme story that I have today, it's about Nike. Okay. Well, now... Nike Jesus running shoes injected with holy water from the Jordan River. Are you just reading everything off the onion? Is that all these where these all these stories are coming from? These are real. <laughs> Wait. Uh, so, <laughs> Nike okay. Jesus running shoes, which have been injected with holy water from the Jordan River, sell out in minutes at the price point of three thousand dollars a pair. There's no way. Nike Jesus. 
Running shoes injected with holy water from the Jordan River, costing $3,000, sell out in mere minutes. Limited edition Nike Air Max oh my 97 God. Uh, trainers. That's, you know, they're called. I think that's what they're called in Britain, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Try, and they're like, oh, I have new trainers. Oh, is that what they call shoes? I've been watching Fleabag. What do you call sneakers? Yeah, I've been watching Fleabag, and they, they call the shoes of trainers. Oh. So those are like sneakers. So limited edition Nike Air Max 97 trainers filled with water from the Jordan River and the soles has been released by the Brooklyn-based company Mischief. They've been called Jesus Shoes. And despite the price tag. So this isn't from Nike. Nike sold these shoes and then they took them and injected them with holy water? Uh, Could be. They are Nikes, though. So I don't know if they're working in part with Nike. Uh, it says, despite the price tag of $3,000 per pair, the shoes sold out within minutes. So the trainers are ejected with 60 cc's of holy water from the Jordan River and are expected, are reportedly blessed by a priest. <laughs> and they're saying they all sold out, but they only made like 24 pairs. That's fine. That's $3,000 a piece. Still, That's who still, is paying for this? Like, yeah. they're paying for these. <sighs> There's just so much here. They're paying over $3,000 for shoes that have holy water in them. So reuse. So they can be more Christian or whatever. So they're walking on water. That's why they're, that's why they're Jesus shoes, Greg. Yes. So the You know how many pairs of shoes you could buy for poor people with $3,000? Uh, so the shoes have been designed from the all-white Nike Air Max 97s. However, Nike is not affiliated with the creation of this limited edition shoe. There we go. Uh, it's been reported that the mischief designers bought the shoes at a retail value and then repurposed them with a hand-created design. Uh, they said they hope that their design will give the illusion of walking on water just like Jesus did. I mean, so they're just going to pocket all this profit. I mean, why not, I guess? The water has been injected into the soles of the shoes and has been given blue coloring to enhance its visibility. They're also printed with a Bible verse from Matthew fourteen twenty five, which records the story of Jesus walking on water. <laughs> Various other Christian symbols are also featured on the, again, $3,000 repurposed Nike shoes. A single red dot symbolizing Jesus' blood. Frankincense incense. This can't, I cannot believe this is true. Frankincense scented insoles and a crucifix attached to the laces. I mean, you know, you got to give them some credit. I think they're trying to do like something tongue in cheek. I think it, maybe it's maybe some sort of art installation. Yeah, and they're just taking three grand from everybody. Maybe they're secret geniuses. Well, I mean, they definitely are, no matter what, secret or not. As far as if you want to make something stupid and then sell it, you know, for a ton of money. Because hey, I'm sorry, three thousand dollars. Things are worth what people pay for it. They are three grand. Couldn't you fly to Jordan and inject them yourself for probably, I bet you could do that for three grand. Buy some food coloring from the Dollar Tree. Yeah. Yeah. You could be set. All right. So anyway, that's the thing that's happening. Are we sure? John in the chat says, are we sure this isn't marketing for the righteous gemstones? (laughs) Uncle Baby Billy. Stop. You are obsessed with Uncle Baby Billy. (laughs) If you haven't watched Righteous Gemstones yet, you should. It's hilarious. But also... What's his name? Walton Goggins? Yeah, Walton Goggins. He's so great. Walton Goggins is just, he's... He's just, he's fascinating. He is fascinating. He is the weirdest Everything that he's guy. in. He's so good in everything he does. He's just such a, he's a strange person. But yeah, he plays uh, Baby Billy. Stop saying Baby Billy. <laughs> oh my lord. 
You, you get out of here, baby Billy. Well, I don't know, Uncle Baby Billy. He's this preacher who grew up in a preacher in a in a preaching family, and he was Baby Billy, and it was along along with his sister. They were a, a singing and dancing duo. It's like Mary Ray and Baby Billy, or something like that. Okay. But All now right. he's an adult and with gray hair, and he still calls himself Baby Billy. I might go as Baby Billy for Halloween. How are you gonna do the tea? Uncle Baby Billy? He's got he's got some choppers. I'll have to get some choppers for that. But if I get like a white costume and dye my hair gray and just have it swooped back, dye your hair gray? Well, not dye it gray, but spray it gray. Huh? I think that could be a good costume. Baby Billy. No, okay, baby stop Billy. It. Okay, let's go on to the next story. Stop saying Baby Billy. Oh, it was Amy Lee and Baby Billy. Okay. All right. This is so. This is actually a crazy story. This is uh, out of Japan. This sounds like something that could be like that has probably been made from TV shows. Actually, they did this in Twin Peaks. That's how they were able to figure out it was James Hurley's bike. My oh. Twin Peaks was out there. A Japanese pop star no was assaulted after a suspect was able to track her down by zooming in on her eye reflections on social media. Oh, damn. On her eye reflection. So this is what happened. So she's okay. She was assaulted. Um, you know, so she's not okay. Okay, but she's fine. Yeah. She's okay. So this man, who's a 26-year-old unemployed man uh, from a city north of Tokyo, has been arrested for allegedly attacking a pop star, a 21-year-old named Ina Matsuka, uh, with the group. She's part of the group Tenshi Sukin. Not- no, it isn't your group. Okay. Uh, Nuki Nui. Oh my God! I'm sorry. Wow, I, I don't know what you're doing right there. It's probably best if you stop. I'm just gonna stop. I was trying. I know you were. Well, anyway, it is believed that this crazy man was able to narrow down the area of Tokyo that she lived in by going through her social media profiles, enlarging her photos, and analyzing the reflections in her pupils. Damn. He was thus able to recognize some of the Tokyo scenery and a bus stop, which he then located using Google Street View. Some sources claim that he even approximated the the story that she lived on based on the windows and the angles that the sunlight hit her eyes when she was taking pictures. That's some special kind of crazy. Yeah. uh, Police believe that after pinpointing her location in Tokyo, he spent a long time stalking her and eventually followed her from the bus station all the way to her home. Um, She was able to get away from him. Uh, He was finally arrested 16 days after the attack uh, took place. He admitted to being obsessed with her, as well as analyzing the reflections of her eyes to find out where she lived. So it is unclear, because since, you know, phones are so, like, crazy clear now. Yeah. So it's unclear how how popular the use of high-res photos uh, are among cyber stalkers. You know, you should post more high-res photos. (laughs) God, I forgot about that guy. But a Japanese newspaper warns its readers that even casual selfies could reveal clues that could help someone identify where you are. It also claims – now, this, this one seems more far-fetched, that doing, you know, like a peace sign uh, could help someone steal your fingerprints. What? Yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I, that's a, a whole point of the conversation that was on Digital Trends Live today was how good the cameras are, not about stealing fingerprints. But the resolution is pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. But you'd have to post it in that higher resolution, though. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to be compressed on social media. Yeah, I guess. Mm-mm. Well, maybe. All right, so anyway, be careful if you 
don't want to be stalked by someone crazy if you think that you might have reflected something specific about where you are in your eyes. Yeah, Agent Cooper was on I this. I found like, you through your eyes. Almost 30 years ago, yeah. So that's what they did in that? That's how he was able to figure out who... Spoilers! Um, spoilers! Who Laura was secretly seeing is because he zoomed in on her eye and he saw the reflection of James's bike. Dale Cooper do it? Is he the one that killed Laura Palmer? No, he is not. No, shut up. And finally... I've seen this story posted over. Sarah did no such thing. Or did she? Who knows? I'm not going to tell anybody. Is if you want to see is it. The owl lady? Did she do it? It seemed about right. And finally, I have a story that I've seen shared all over the social medias, and people sent this to me. And I don't know if it's if it's going to turn out to be true or not, but regardless, it belongs in World of Crazy, so we're just going to go with it. Okay. Well, a woman says she has contacted the police after a group of friends tricked her into eating chicken nuggets as a prank because she is an outspoken vegan. Okay, I have heard... I heard about this one. I didn't read it, but I heard about it. So this is a woman... It's, it's somebody who anonymous, anonymously... <coughs> excuse me. Hang on, I've done a lot of talking. Yep. I need to bark. Oh, good. Excuse me. Who anonymously... Uh, anonymously... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at your joking. <laughs> but I can't say... Sorry, what did she do? <sighs> anonymously posted. Yes. Got it. On Reddit. All right, so this young lady... So she has not eaten meat since she was uh, three or four years old. Okay. Uh, but turned to a plant-based diet 10 years ago. All right. Now at 24, she says she was recently at a Wait party. a minute. How, how old is she? She says she's 24. But she has not eaten she meat? She said that she had not eaten meat since she was three or four years old, but recently turned to a plant-based diet. So, oh, I think that she's a... Pescatarian for a while or something? Did she eat fish? Yeah, maybe fish. I, I don't care. She was vegetarian and not vegan? I don't know. Okay, anyway. Regardless. Yeah, now at 24, uh, she said recently she was at a party and got... See, and this is why I'm just like, is this true? Uh, she got said so she got white girl wasted. Uh, that's when her friends gave her something to eat, and she asked, are these vegan? To which her friends replied, yes, they're sun-fed, a type of chickenless chicken. Okay. She explained on Reddit. She said they didn't taste right, but because she was so drunk, she dismissed it. She then went on to say, I found out the next day when my sister sent me a message telling me to check my friend's Snapchat story. And so so check your friend's Snapchat story. So this girl is really drunk asking for food, and they give her food, and she thinks they're vegetarian chicken nuggets. Yes, or vegan or whatever, because they said that they were sun-fed. So yes. uh, she checked out her friend's Snapchat story. The story was them showing the nugget packaging and then showing them giving them to me, including the conversation where I asked if I was vegan. How out of it do you have to be? Like, they, she doesn't even know that she's – they're sitting there filming talking about yeah. them being chicken. Uh, so then later they showed them mocking me and pretending to be me when I found out I ate meat. Things like fake crying and yelling, the chickens! <laughs> I took – I mean, look, I'm not saying – these are some – these aren't I mean, great they're shitty, friends. They're shitty friends. Those are shitty friends for sure. Like you need new friends. But I don't think this is a go to jail offense here. Yeah. So it says she said I took a screen recording of the video and took it to the police on the grounds of food tampering. She said now three of my ex friends are facing charges. 
what kind of charges? And it isn't tampering with her food. No. That doesn't seem – that seems unreasonable. If she it, was too drunk to know – I mean, look, I'm at a certain point here, there's – there's obviously that's definitely an issue for a lot of things. But this in this particular instance, I have a hard time siding with her on that. Your friends are assholes. Oh, yeah. They're for horrible sure. friends. Like, don't be friends with don't them Don't be anymore. friends with them. I think that's the lesson you learn. But I don't think there's this. This doesn't seem like this is a criminal. Yeah, because they're saying she's saying that they tampered with my food and publicly humiliated me. I don't think them feeding her like that does. That language just doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, I think this is uh, learn your lesson. Your friends suck and just move on from it. You're yeah. not going to. I mean, you're, she's not going to have any long term ramifications of this, right? Her yeah. body isn't going to shut down because she ate a couple of chicken nuggets. No, that don't probably have a lot of chicken in them anyway. <laughs> That's what I was thinking I mean, too. Like, the <laughs> there's not much aren't of they just like yeah, they're just blended stuff. Ugh, stuff. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'll see if this comes to fruition because I really want to see if this is actually I do too true or not. I want to know what people think. Like may, maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but I really just think it's well. Yeah, your friends suck, and um, get new friends. It seems like the easiest. Yeah. Solution. Because see, I told you when I worked um, at a coffee shop, and when people would be like super rude to us, like you mean you're talking in a satirical manner. And it's, right now. Yeah, I'm totally for satirical purposes only. Yes. If somebody legally distinct from me worked at a coffee shop, and then when someone was a super bitch to them, and they may or may not serve them. Uh, decaf instead of caffeine. But I would never do it the other way around because so many people are, like, you know, affected by caffeine. Oh, yeah, you could do never, that. That I, would be wrong. Ex- that would be wrong. See, there yeah. are lines for the funny. Like, if some woman is just screaming, and ber- like, belittling and berating yeah. me and then I just so happen to make, again, satirical, make her, you know, quad, extra hot, no foam, three pumps, pumpkin, soy, mocha, latte thing. And then it happens to be decaf. I mean, that just shit just happens. Sometimes that stuff happens. Sometimes, but reverse, I would never do that. Yeah, yeah. There are funny lines. Learn the funny lines. That's all. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. That was some excellent world of crazy. Oh, excellent, excellent work today, Sarah. <laughs> thank you. I'm sorry. I'm, I think nope. I've been just talking too much. Just, my throat. Just salt. talking away. Just. Jibber jabbering over here. Well, I do want to say a couple of things. One, we do have a birthday today. Ooh. That we need to say happy birthday to. That, uh, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to listen or not, but we need to say happy birthday to a friend of ours. Please tell me. It's Kelsey. <gasps> Kels Bells. Oh, yes. She's a magical home. You, you, now, you've heard Kelsey on the show before. She is our yes. flight attendant friend. Yes. And longtime friend of mine and Greg's. And she is just a wonderful human person. And she's actually, uh, she's flying in for the listener party. Awesome. Yep. Nice. See, if yep. she could fly in from Ireland or wherever yep, for the listener party. she in Ireland and she's flying in. Then I think everybody can make it do it. All right. Well, party. happy birthday, Kelsey. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Also, part of the Fun Employment Radio 10th anniversary party on November 15th. November 15th. November 15th. November 15th. Um, you all right? You kind of got stuck there. No, I just keep saying it over and over because uh, because people keep asking me, when's the, when's the listener party? So I just tried to reiterate it again so gotcha. everybody knows. November 15th. Uh, buy your tickets now. Um but we're going to be having live shows not only from Fun Employment Radio, 
Courage is going to be performing, but on the podcast side of things, Geek in the City also will be performing live and Portland at the Movies. And for those of you who are members of the Supporters Club, we have a special episode of Portland at the Movies that will air directly after this that so you get to listen awesome. to early. Very cool. And uh, and so we'll be we'll be playing that exclusively for you before it goes public, before I, the rest of the before everybody else gets in. And I do want to say that on Friday, November fifteenth, Friday, November fifteenth, November fifteenth. November 15th. November 15th. Um, we will also, like, we haven't named everything that we're doing, but we are no. going to be joined by some special guests. Oh, yeah. Which we're holding off on saying, but uh, you will not want to miss this. You will not want to miss it. It could be, uh, it could have been a very long time since some special guests could be all on. Because mm-hmm. we kind of want to take this yeah. moment to kind of go back through the years. and. It's a, it, it really is. It is going to be, we'll, we'll tell you more, but just pick up your tickets. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait. Get your tickets now. Maybe some guests will return from the dead. Who knows? Could be. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> no, I know what you're referring to on that. That's not what I was talking about. No, that will not be happening. Um. Well, who's to say? Find out and get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. That Just is click not on who the link right there. I was referring to. <laughs> Just click on the link. And uh, I wonder what our other ones might be up to, guests. but that's not, no. All right, so... Uh, Coming up, for those of you who are members of the Supporters Club, right after this, we're going to have Portland at the Movies with Path of Evil. Yeah, Path it's of Evil. It's the sequel to a horror movie called Harvest of Fear. Um, I love all of those names. <laughs> that sounds yeah, great. It was filmed in Estacada. That's terrifying in its I was own say, right. That sounds like it would have been filmed when we were in Nevada in the Valley of Fire. The Valley of Fire would be much cooler than Path of uh, than Estacada. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know if you live in Estacada. a little rough and It's tumble. fine. It's beautiful around there. It's fine. Until it's not. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Oh, tomorrow we'll be having a guest? Maybe a guest. Maybe a guest. All right. Okay, bye. Bye.